Ladies and gents. <laughs> Woo! Back at it again, baby, in the studio. <laughs> El Huncho, Marty Bathwater, <laughs> Teddy B. We oh. back, baby, we back. Episode 26, we doing it. Yeah, we're pumped. Back in the place to be. Yeah. Back on the couch. Over the quarter <laughs> century mark. Yeah. Over the quarter century mark in a hazy basement. Woo! <laughs> 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 We ain't have it any other way. We ain't have it any other way, boys. <laughs> and you know what? This is all for you guys. Yeah, we got you. some great feedback last week. Our guest killed it last week. Absolutely. Oh, I'm pumped. Uh, been battling a bit of a throat thing tonight, so the voice cracks are going to be out of control. Thanks for letting me know that after we both spoke out of the same time. That's right. I also rolled you your joint. So. Oh, great. <laughs> You're resilient, though. Oh, You're man. Good. You're good. Well... Episode 26. Yeah. Who you, who you got? Who you got? I agree. I'll go first. I'll you go, go first. first. I'll go first. Let's see what research you did. I uh, I actually took a look this week. <laughs> um, there's a couple good ones. There's a couple good ones. Hold on. When in your day did you find time to look? Can you, can you describe to the, to the uh, listeners when you do your prep? After work at my desk... After the shop is kind of closed, but the guys still aren't quite done, <laughs> I'm jotting shit down. <laughs> like, people come, like, when they leave and I'm, like, doing it, they, like, kind of just glance at me as I'm, like, writing gibberish down on my piece of computer paper, and I, I'm, I'm like, yep, see you tomorrow. <laughs> They're like, man, Gordo sure works hard crunching those numbers at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. Hey? Oh, yeah, never not working, boys. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Shit. Okay, who do we got? We'll we'll, uh, we'll jump around a little bit. We got uh, Mr. Damien Williams, running back for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Uh, we got Adrian Peterson when he was a Redskin. He still is a Redskin. Or sorry, um, <laughs> that's still that, right. Is that when he was wearing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he got twenty three in Arizona. That's right. That's right. Uh, Devin Singletary, mm-hmm. rookie running back yeah. for the Bills. Yeah. Lamar Miller, workhorse. Yeah. Casey Hayward. Okay. We got, wow. We got another. Impressive. This you, we got. Well, we got two guys that I I know you love. Okay. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. He's, well, he, not this year, guys. Guys, guys are hating them. Oh man. But this one, Mister Orleans Darkwa, War <laughs> <laughs> Twenty Six. Oh, that's Dad. good. Best How did I miss that. Best <laughs> fantasy name. If if you were to have them. And Matt thought of it is, are you afraid of the Darkwa? And that's good. That's good. But, uh, no, the guy I had to go with, obviously, my boy, uh, Giants soon-to-be legend, is already uh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I left him there for you. Uh, before I list mine, there's no way I'm smart enough to come up with, are you afraid of the Darkwa? I, to- I probably read that on Twitter. Uh, it's good though. It is good. Uh, you got a lot of the people that I picked. My episode pick for this week was Deuce McAllister, uh, former running back for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, most of the guys you got, but you did miss Tevin Coleman, mm. uh, Robert Smith, former uh, running back for the Minnesota Vikings, Rod Woodson, Antoine Winfield, former running back of the Oakland Raiders, Napoleon Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> And Clinton Portis, right. uh, formerly from the U. Uh, and I've got a little soundbite here from Clinton Portis. For a while there, uh, it, when he was in his Washington days, he would do his uh, media availabilities in full costume and have characters. 
What? So the one I'm about, yeah, it was fun. It was very strange. We put on glasses, wigs, all that stuff. So the one I'm about to play is, uh, I think he he's kind of dressed like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> so yeah, you you be the judge. Pretty big week since last time we went there. We lost like thirty six to zero. Gosh. So how are you gonna change it? At least we gotta score three points or maybe even seven. Can you do that? <clears throat> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy, man. He's wearing a fuck curly, curly orange wig and, and glasses. glasses. Man, yeah, quite the character. Uh, what are we rolling with? Our sponsor this week? Yeah. Well, as everybody who's who's met me, who's ever been to my house, everybody knows I got cats. Yeah, and everybody knows the rule about the cats. We'll leave the rule for a little later. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but this week there was, you know, a big kitty sighting earlier in the earlier in the week, <laughs> and uh, so our sponsor this week is Whiskus. <laughs> Cat food, dry or wet. <laughs> and uh, a sub sponsor is uh, Temptations Cat Treats. Oh, that if your cat's ever lost, give it a shake. <laughs> give it a shake, they'll come running. <laughs> Fuck. Holy shit. I bet that got, that's got the cat dude just going down. Oh, yeah, recently. for sure. For sure. <laughs> Big cat guy. <coughs> well, we got a few questions that came in this week. Yeah, I've got a couple. And we'll start. Our first one is from Roberto in the QMP. He wrote into the boys and said, being that I am new to fantasy, can you please explain how playoffs work? Are there different formats depending on the league? Because we are a brand new league, is there anything new you would like to try? So a few parts in there. Um, I think most leagues are pretty standard. You know, there's usually it's a three division deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I did play in my money league at one point was only two divisions. Yeah. And, uh, top two guys in the league get a buy. First okay. round buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, the rest kind of play out from there, right? Right, I mean, yeah. that's, that's pretty standard. That is pretty standard. My other, that's, uh, obviously, that's the way you set it up in the triple F. Yep. Yeah. So, that one, and then the 40s set up that way. <coughs> Our auction league actually, uh... It's only a 10-team league, so only the top four make it, oh. I think, something like that, yeah. Uh, I mean, and that one's, there's no divisions at all. It's just if you finish with a good record, you're, you're yeah. in, right? The only thing I think that would be different league per league is tiebreaker scenarios. Right. Whether it goes divisional record, whether it goes heads up, whether it goes points four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got fucked that one year by Kellen's fucking shady commissioning because i had way more points for but he had the better divisional record right which is fine i like that rule much more yeah uh so uh, yeah i i i I dig that it it obviously puts way more weight and importance on those two games you play those guys in your div each right yeah exactly uh yeah i don't know if you could have it many many other different ways yeah and i don't know if i'd want to try anything new it's tried and true yeah it works good makes sense works good <clears throat> um, should we, should I scoot that one over from, uh, Tay and Bonnie Dune? Yeah, I'm ready for All it. right. He, uh, this one's for you, Maddie. Um, he says, Tay and Bonnie Dune wants to know how much longer do you really think Baker and OBJ can coexist? 
Do you think they're clashing? Do you think the personalities are a little too big or who knows? Maybe, maybe it's hard to say. Like you read the quotes from this week. Apparently a few NFC executives came out and said, it's not going to happen this year, but if the Browns keep sucking, I wouldn't be surprised that if Odell yeah, was put on the trade block or, or sent out of there. Also, if Freddie Kitchens might be... Yeah, who knows if Freddie stays around. Uh, there's a lot of kind of balls in the air right now. Baker was quoted, I think, today or yesterday saying... Um, yeah, you just have to force feed him, and you got to do it early. So then they don't, then then they can't double him. Yeah. So it's just like, well, a why would you tell the other team you're going to be doing that? <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, but I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, it hasn't all been on Baker. No. And it surely hasn't been on Odell. So no. All on Odell. So I'm hopeful that they can turn it around. But yeah, it is worrisome if they can't uh, figure it out in the short term here. Yeah. Because it's going to cost somebody a job. And Coach, receiver, or quarterback. Somebody. You know what I mean? Um, he also wants to know if uh, Baker's getting his new style tips from Columbo <laughs> or uh, Dick Tracy. Oh, man. <laughs> that, yeah, those uh, those comments on the internet were good, man. So funny, man. Looks like a guy who just lost visitation rights to his kid. Like, <laughs> the best one I heard was... <laughs> was uh, Looks like he's uh, looking for Macaulay Culkin as one of the wet yeah. bandits. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you see Macaulay, like, tweeted? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, come get me or some shit. But it's true. And, like, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, he rolls out in the game with the Fu Manchu from November. And then at that press conference, uh, he's shaved it down into a regular dad stash or, you know. Yeah. Said he didn't deserve it. Um, didn't deserve it, right? But you got to know it's just a ploy to take a little bit of the attention away from the results of the game. Losing to Braden, Brandon, Broden, whatever his name is, Allen. I started him the other day. Fuck. Had to. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. Desperate times. Yikes. Yeah. For everyone. For everyone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So... There's my thoughts. <laughs> Third question. This one's pretty easy. It comes in from the kickstand all the way in the Royal Gardens. He says, what have the number of views, I think he means listens, been like this year for the pod? That's uh, something Maddie has to answer because I don't have the password to Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> or know how to turn on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, so last year, we're pretty on average with last year. I'd say it's, it's anywhere between 35 to 40, uh, er, uh, downloads, it, downloads, maybe okay. early forties if, if we're lucky. What's our total number at? Did you look that up? No, I did not look that one up, but I could pull that one up. No problem. Um, our current total number sits at 1,700 downloads. 1,710. That's pretty good. Which is good. For instance, last week, uh, we were downloaded 38 times. Week before, 38. And the week before that, 41. So kind of hovering in that in that range. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. A lot of automatic downloads. So that's okay. Yeah, for sure. Pad the stats. Yeah. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> iTunes. Bobby. Um, <clears throat> what do we got? We got a couple other cues, hey? Yeah. Do you want to go? Were you talking with somebody in the forest? No, that one's that one's for later. Okay, that one's for later. Those ones are always a little long-winded. Okay, yeah, they are a little long-winded, <laughs> and I have one of them. <laughs> uh, let me just lube up the throat. <sighs> this one comes in from Doris Ooh. at the crest. She writes, 
I think I may be the biggest BFB fan this side of the North Saskatchewan. While I enjoy both of the boys, it's no secret that I've developed quite a crush on that haughty gourd. In fact, there's nothing I enjoy more or look forward to more than my Friday night after a long shift at the Crest. I run a bath, light a few candles, open a box of wine, pop on the newest episode, and have some special me time, listening to Gord's smooth voice and heavy nose breathing. I love his positive demeanor and his unfounded confidence. But after this week's showing and his team's recent slide, I have to ask, Sexy Huncho, do you still feel good about your juggernaut squad? Juggernaut squad? <laughs> or do you think these buzz saws will stay dull? Love always, Doris. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, I... <laughs> it's funny because the Yeti must have been talking to Doris. <laughs> must have been talking to Doris. Um, Get, but, getting his uh, natty lights, yeah, I Yeah, getting say. his natty lights, yeah. And, uh, I mean, obviously... Uh, Obviously, I was a little bit down, but I'm not. I'm not giving up hope quite yet. I'm gonna take those fucking saws over <laughs> to the grinder and sharpen them up, <laughs> and fucking let the boys fucking play. All right, and my boy Jacobs just got a tutty for the kid. That's right, versus Maddie. That's okay because I have him in the forty. Oh, and in my auction league, so oh, I, we're go. all happy up in we here. All good. We yeah, all good. I'll give it that. Um. And the Raiders just missed the extra point. Yeah. And so if the Chargers can march and get one, they're going to win. Yeah. Which is good for you. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. They need okay. to win by more than one. Point so. and a half tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's but right. Whatever. Uh, <coughs> what do you want to hit Nick's question? Yeah, well, this isn't really a, a question from Nick. Actually, you posed one to him last week. Yes, I did. When so it's an answer. You, an answer, a response. So just for those who uh, who are a bit hazy on the uh, question that Gord put out there, he basically asked, now that you live in Saskatchewan, do you are you only listening to country music? <laughs> basically, the long and the short of it. Well, Nick writes in, the Regina Vagina says, to answer Gord's question, if country was the only remaining musical genre left on the earth, I would choose silence. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't bode me as a non-country guy. Man, that, that hurts. Nick. That rattles your cage. Yeah, oh, that does rattle my cage. Stop you in your tracks. Oh, man. Oh. I like the country. Everybody knows it's good. It's feel-good music. Not for everyone, apparently. Not for everybody. It isn't for everybody. It isn't for everybody, but it's fucking good. Yeah. Um, Some. Yeah. You got any more? Or? No, that's no? Uh, that's it for me. So we'll hit the one from the Yeti. Okay. I guess. Um, yeah, it's a little long. Not too long, though. What's the old Sam Squanch saying? He says, <laughs> uh, he says, well, boys, after a nice wild pheasant dinner last week, topped with some sand from the North Saskatchewan River for seasoning, I got thinking about Gord's morale. <laughs> it, it must be taking, you know, a bit of a hit. After that epic loss last week, less than two points to, to old Nigel Bear. Yeah. Confidence at an all-time high. You got brought back down to earth, buddy. Crashing. <laughs> he says, how, how are you taking this loss? And, uh, you know, I know Matt's been rubbing it in a little bit. Um, you know, we've had Doris. some... Doris. 
Doris had the question. Doris had the question. I'm supportive all the time. Yes, but, you know, Matt... (laughs) Matt's been grinding me a little bit about the loss because he says, you know, fucking buzzsaw, fucking juggernaut. So, uh, you know, the Eddie, the Eddie just wanted to know how, how I'm doing, you know, making sure I'm okay. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm not okay. Maybe, 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 you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. Okay. Get out. What? You just sat there and said that you were happy for me that I'm hanging by a thread. I'm reading Don't Kill Myself books. You said that the book wasn't yours. Don't worry about the book. It isn't mine. But I glanced at it. (laughs) (laughs) You've been my friend for 16 years. I'm getting... (laughs) Hanging by a thread. (laughs) I'm over here reading Don't Kill Myself books. (laughs) Oh, man. So, but I'm I'm hoping for uh, hoping for a bounce back uh, hoping for a bounce back week. Yep, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Okay. Well, ready to jump into it? Yeah, um, we're. You know what? We always say this, but we are actually trying to make the episode shorter. Okay, like it is. It is a conscience effort we we make. Oh yeah, for sure. For but sure. Whether it happens or not, you know that's fucking you can't you gotta leave it up to fate. Yeah, that's true. I mean like last week it was it's hard when you got a guest that added time, of course. This week we'll be on it. Mm-hmm. I, I just got the good feeling, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Alright. Well, pass it around. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Sparker. My uh germ joint for you, buddy. Nice, I'll burn it off. Yeah, burn it off. Burn it off. Kills it anyways. Natural medicine. Yeah, natural meds. We uh, we got a few things going yeah. on around the NFL. Yeah, a few short little things. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start it off. We're watching the uh, the Chargers take on the Raiders last minute. They're yeah. trying to mount a comeback here. Fourth and ten, <laughs> uh, and I think the Raiders just got a penalty. Yeah, oh yeah. So. Um Here's a little tidbit about uh, Michael Badgley, the kicker for the Chargers. He recently trademarked the phrase money badger. (laughs) Nice. Not bad. I like it. Uh, Moving along. Gord, this week was epic in terms of quotes. So I want to read three quotes that came out this week. Uh, to you, and I want you to rate them. Um, the the last quote has a a, a recall quote okay. attached to it okay. from a previous season. Okay. So our first quote comes in from Michael Vick, who recently said this about Lamar Jackson: "He's the best I've ever seen since myself." <laughs> Number one. Number two comes in from our old faithful Booger McFarlane. Oh, I love it. Booger recently said on Monday night. You gotta love it when a quarterback will sacrifice his body. Okay. That's it. <laughs> number two. And Jameis Winston comes in at number three, who said, The glass is always full. It might be half full of water, but it's still full with air. <laughs> <laughs> Which almost beats his one from last year, but not quite. Last year's was just ridiculous. Who's gonna eat a W tonight? Who's gonna eat a W tonight? 
Oh man, I don't know. Like, obviously, I love Booger, but um, I think the quotes gotta go to James. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> the cup's always full. But you know, my my favorite Booger quote this week is that cat's got great lateral movement. <laughs> From the Monday, Monday oh, yeah. Night Kitty. Monday Night Kitty, baby. <coughs> you want to talk about that kitty? I think it's time. Oh, man, let's. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm a cat guy. I'm yeah. not a cat guy. I'm an animal guy. Yeah. You know, big into the animals. SPCA, my jam. Um, and last week, I think if anybody was watching uh, the Jets and Giants, or no, sorry, Cowboys, um, Gi- Giants and Cowboys yeah. game, a little black kitty ran onto the field. Yeah. And it was pretty funny, you know, fuck, people are taking jabs at it, people are starting a football life videos with the Monday yeah. Night Football Cat. Yeah, and like, Demarcus Lawrence made t-shirts for all the Dallas guys. That have hot boys, and it's yeah. like the cat with a hot boys chain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty funny, but there's some conflicting reports Yeah, on the Monday Night Kitty. And uh, I saw an article today um, that he said... The the Monday Night Cat belongs to a colony living in an underground tunnel used by security. And he said there's about 300 cats that live between MetLife Stadium and there's a there's a horse racetrack right across the street. Like in, in the same complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> he says, you know, whatever. He, he goes by the name Catman. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he says he feeds them. Um, he said, you know, he's mostly MetLife pays for the food, but he says he kicks in about 18 to 24 cans of wet food a week. They love the wet food. Um, but, and he, and he said he, they were originally brought in to combat rodent control. Yes. In, in the, the stables. In the stables. Yeah, yeah. Which... I 100% believe, man, because like I, I was talking to Maddie about, I was like, they can't have rat poison in the stables where the horses are. Mm-hmm. So you need like a natural way to do it. And horses and cats are good friends. I know from experience <laughs> because my mom has a cat named Barney that just it lives in the barn. So that's why it's named <laughs> Barney. And the cat just migrated onto the property and never left. It just, that's fucked. It just showed up one day. My mom saw the cats. She's like, okay, whatever. Starts feeding it. Now it's her cat. God Barney. And it, Barney. I guess it was the neighbor's cat. That's so But funny. then the neighbor found out that it was just living in the barn. He's like, yeah, whatever. Man. Go fuck, for it. Yeah, you can fucking have it. Man. But man, that cat goes and like walks in between all the horse's feet. I've seen it on a horse's back before. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Great play in the in the Chargers game. Yeah, man. game over. Um, Phil just threw another... Another, Another pick. pick, but who knows? Might be a flag for contacting his head after. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Um, What's with uh, parents and literal pet names? Oh, when, I don't know. When my dad was a, a kid, they had a cat with three legs at his house, and they named him Tippy. <laughs> That's a good cat name. <laughs> but there was, there was a different report on the Monday Night Kitty. Mm-hmm. What, what did you see? Well... A spokesperson from MetLife Stadium came out and said, um, Tuesday morning, we set multiple humane traps throughout the stadium and searched long and hard for the black cat, but to no avail. To no avail. Um, so they brought in a secondary um, a f- a pet-friendly uh, 
Puppy Capture Place. Capture Place. Puppy and Kitty NY City is what they were called. And a no-kill shelter to assist with the search. But as of uh, tonight, it hadn't been found. Uh, This is what it went on to say. There have been erroneous reports in the media that MetLife Stadium houses and feeds 300 cats, which is simply not true. From time to time, (laughs) we have seen cats on the complex and the Meadowlands racetrack has a TNR program in place and currently feeds approximately 30 barn cats. (laughs) But we do not have 300. (laughs) Um, I think to find the black kitty, they need to go to the racetrack. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's one of the fucking 30. Yeah, that lives there. (laughs) Case solved. Case solved. I mean, I don't know. I think... I think when the the new owners of of that building came in and they they were moving in, they were having, you know, they were having a little bit of trouble with the cats. Once we get the cats out of the way, it won't be too bad. Actually, according to the will, the cats own the house. You'd be their tenants. Oh, man. They come with the house. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be their tenants. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Man, that's a, it's a Simpsons clip, older episode, and it must be a flashback or something because Homer has hair and Marge looks pregnant with Bart. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's probably when they're first getting the house. Early on. So after reading these reports from MetLife, from Catman, uh, the BFB reached out to our own feline correspondent, the cat dude in Houston. <laughs> Um, but unfortunately he was unavailable for comment at this time. Unable to be reached for comment. Yeah. We are waiting patiently to see what his thoughts are on the Monday night kitty. Too busy grooming himself. Probably got fucking knocked up in a thing of, uh, catnip. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. I was licking my paws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What else you got? I got Mitch Trubisky, man. Mm. Uh, there are stories out there that he is trying to get every TV at the Bears facility turned off because of all the, t- he's tired of listening to all the negative and cri- uh, criticizing <laughs> coverage of the team and him. And him. <coughs> um, Moving along to Cam Newton, uh, he was placed on IR, season-ending IR, uh, earlier this this week. Um, so it begs the question, uh, is this the last we see of Cam? What do you think, Gord, in uh, in a Panthers uni? I think it depends on this how Kyle Allen ends the season, right? Because yeah, he's kind of hit a dip, hey? You know, if they can... Like, his first four games were 0-4. Five four and zero, oh, sorry, right or five and zero, oh, maybe he yeah, went. Yeah, five and zero, oh, I think. Um, yeah. bit of a slide here, but uh, you know, I think it's going to depend, right? If they think they have something in him, uh, go for it, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, a little bit of a sign of respect. Uh, Kyle Allen went to Instagram when the news broke and wrote this about his <laughs> about former QB one. He said, "I watched this man do everything in his power to come back from his injury." I watched him lead and be a great teammate day in and day out. Thank you for setting the example. We got you. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good from the young kid. Yeah, Giving exactly. It to a vet nice like little that. props for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> what else? Just I only got one more little tidbit. Just kind of a lighthearted. Yeah, we we could do that one. We'll end on on well, we got uh, a couple more on uh, Drew. 
No, I got one, and you only have one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll end on Drew. Okay, yeah, let's end on Drew. I, this one's just a little bit lighthearted. Phil Lindsay, uh, Denver Broncos running back, uh, fantasy darling last year. He's been not bad this year. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and I think we had talked about it on the pod earlier that he had still lived at home. Yes. But, boys, he's putting the big boy pants on. <laughs> he's moving up. I'm moving up. <laughs> oh, baby. Making, I think he le- makes the rookie minimum, which is five seventy, because he was undrafted. Yeah, and uh, he made two hundred thousand, just just over two hundred thousand in bonuses last year. So he's sitting just shy of a million bucks, and uh, he finally uh, finally gets out of the house. Yeah, good and for he, him. Buddy. Yeah, man, probably saved all of his fucking money. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's probably got a nice little nest egg sitting there, but smart guy. Yeah. Um, we'll end this one on uh, a bit of a pump-up speech. Uh, recently, Drew Brees swung by his alma mater, uh, Purdue, uh, and gave the boys a speech in the locker room before the game, and it's it's pretty fucking good. So we're going to let it play. It's a bit long, but it's definitely worth it. And just side note, uh, they the Purdue football team went on to win the game in overtime. Nice. So we'll leave it at that. For this season and the way it will carry you on for the rest of your career here and what you do beyond. So as I go around the room here, DBs, where's my DBs? Man, you guys, you guys got to play with swagger today. I've never met good DBs that didn't go out there with ultimate confidence. Now, me as a quarterback, I'm trying to attack you guys at all times. If I complete a ball in front of you, you better get up and say, man, you got lucky. Come at me again. Swagger, DBs, that's what I want to see. Linebackers, hit somebody, man. You want to get this team fired up? You want to create a defining moment? Hit somebody. Wide receivers, man, make that play. We need you to make that big catch across the middle. We need to make you that, make that big first down catch. Make it, baby, because we're coming at you. Running backs, man, I love you boys. Man, you got to block. You got to catch. You got to run. You got to choke the rock. Let's see it today. QBs. We throw darts, man. Ball don't, balls don't touch the ground. QBs, balls don't touch the ground. Tight ends, maybe the best athletes on the field. We ask you to do everything, man. Toughness, you guys epitomize it. Let's see it. O-line, you control the game. O-line, you control the game. All times. DNs, I would say I fear you guys. <laughs> Make them fear you. Make them fear you today. D-tackles, man, you hold strong. You hold the fort down. That's your job, man. Do this, man. Every time you step on the field, you have to play this game with energy, emotion, and excitement. Energy, emotion, and excitement. One play at a time because you don't know what play is going to be the most important play in the game. Will be the defining moment for the game and maybe for your season and maybe for your run to start your streak. And the most important thing, man, play for each other. Look at the brother next to you, man. That's what it's all about. That's what you love most about this game. That's what I appreciate most about this game. I'm in my 19th season in the NFL. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I could play that long and be a part of so many great teams and develop so many great relationships. But that's what I think about when I walk away from this game. Man, I got brothers. I got brothers everywhere. I played for them. They played for me. They counted on me. I counted on them. And we accomplished great things together. So let's do that today, man. Defining moment. Today. If you're with me, give me two claps. If you're with me, give me two claps. Let's go. Let's go. Shit. That gets you going. Fuck yeah, that would get you fired yeah, up. Yeah, I really... I love that one. Drew killed it. Yeah, well, he's a vet, man. He's yeah. He's a vet. 
Yep. He's probably done that so many fucking times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's used to getting the boys fired up. Yeah. Usually he's in the, in the middle of the field getting the guys going. Hmm. Oh, baby. Well, uh, we don't have a guest this week. No we guest. We figured we uh, no kick guess. it old school. Just rolling. Yeah, exactly. So, without further ado... We hitting it. What is it? You know it's what the is bounce. it, Gord? You know it's the bounce back boy. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting checks. Shit. <laughs> oh shit, boys. The bounce back boy. Oh. The guy everybody needs that week. Mm-hmm. They need him to be there. They need him to come back. Yeah. Come you, on, baby. You know who, who we hitting. You know who needs him this week? A guy I'm playing in the N40L. Oh. Allen Robinson, the second. Yeah. I last week versus Philly. Five targets, one reception, six yards. Wow. Bad. That's real bad. Point six points. <sighs> tough one. Yeah, tough one for the kid. This week, get him in there. Get him in your lineup. He's due. He's coming. He's playing Detroit, and he's bouncing back, baby. He's going to burn that secondary. He's going for over 90 yards and one tutty. Oh, shit. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Take that to the bank. A quiet bank. A quiet little <laughs> cash register. Oh, big oh, boy. Man. <laughs> That's the bounce back boy this week. Allen Robinson the second. I dig it. And and Pecky's got him. You know, I think he's gonna have a good week. <sighs> really kind of been streaky since he went since he left Jacksonville. Hey, he, he hasn't to. found that consistency well, in Chicago. He's a great receiver, but it's too but too wishy washy. You got fucking. Trubisky tossing. True. Rock, yeah, right? true. True. Last year, Trubisky wasn't bad. He was serviceable, right? Would you, uh, if you're Chicago, are you targeting a quarterback in the draft? Oh, they got to give him one more year, I think. You don't think so? I think they're going to go quarterback. What year is it? Two or three with him? Two? 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Two years with him. So. I mean, yeah, that's quick. That's quick. I mean, that'd be like the, obviously, yeah. Obviously a little longer than the Josh Rosen, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Red, black. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I just see it happening. There's a, there's a few nice ones in there and why not? You just toss him, toss him behind and get a little competition. If Trubisky wins out, great. If not, you got the backup right there. Yeah, that's true. But it's just, it's just a hard pill to swallow when you, when you took him second, right? Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Depends cool. on their record at the end of the year, too. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay, <clears throat> well, jumping into United by Unis this week. I'm stoked. This is actually... I think you're going to enjoy this. All you're right. Not just, not just colors. <laughs> We're talking more than colors. A lot of detail in here. Yeah. We're going to oh, start yeah. with Mike Browns and a couple of receivers that thought they were uh, bigger than the team this past weekend. <laughs> OBJ and Landry. One guy shows up with the Joker all over his cleats. The other guy shows up in straight gold. <laughs> They were fined and given a warning by at halftime that by halftime, if they didn't change their cleats, uh, they would be they would be fined and removed from the game. They wouldn't be allowed to come back in. So it's just like 
Like, it's whatever. They change it at halftime. No harm, no foul. But shouldn't the focus be on the team and not just, like, how you look? You know, like, don't get me wrong. I love you. need talk for sure. But when your team's 2-5 and five, and the leaders, quote-unquote, of the team are, are rocking novelty cleats during the game, where's, where, where, does that, where should that fall on the priority list? Yeah, for sure. You know? So it ticked me off a bit. What also ticked me off... <laughs> Was they went color on color in the Browns Broncos game and it looked like shit. It looked like shit. They wore their fuck. They wore their color rush jerseys, which I don't mind. But Broncos wore their orange ones. Yeah, you gotta go mixed with our orange helmets. Like it was, it was tough to watch. It was, it was not enjoyable. Somebody should have rocked white. You know, um, I don't mind color rush, but it's gotta work color scheme wise. It just, it just, it wasn't good for that one. That was the fourth time in uh, Broncos history that they've gone color on color. Uh, the other three, uh, two of them were color rush games, one against San Diego and the other against Indy. And then a Thanksgiving game way back in 2001 at Dallas because the Cowboys were wore blue and the Broncos decided to roll orange, like with that throwback look. Hmm. The Steelers this upcoming week will be wearing their throwback unis uh, to celebrate their 40th anniversary of their Super Bowl fourteen victory. Uh, the main difference in the unis you'll notice is the style of number. Um, which I personally think are an improvement on the current ones. I think it's going to look sharp against the Rams this Sunday. Monday night. Okay, there's a few things other than a cat going on in that game. <laughs> Let me tell you. Cowboys and Giants players, uh, each player on every team, celebrated the 150th anniversary of the first ever college football game by wearing their alma mater's logos mm. uh, on the back of their helmets. Decals. Uh, this actually wasn't even the NFL's idea. It was ESPN. Uh, who was broadcasting the game, so the league gave them their blessing, and they rolled with it. Kind of a Dope. unique look uh, with, like, you know, like Jason Witten rocking the Tennessee Volunteer on the back and yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Jones Duke and all that stuff. Uh, sticking with that game, uh, this is pretty neat. Dak Prescott had pockets sewn into his jersey this past Monday night against the Giants. Typically, players, often QBs, go with hand warmers around their waist, but I guess Dakota isn't a fan of that and likes to kick it old school. So it isn't the first time it's been done. In fact, it's been dating way, way back. Other players to have had pockets stitched directly into their jersey include Bernie Kosar, Joe Namath, Joe Theismann, and Brett Favre. In In the front? In the front, yeah. Little pockets. In fact, the hand warmer wasn't introduced until the early 1980s. It started with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were notorious for underperforming in cold weather. So head coach John McKay instructed the equipment manager, Frank Papello, to come up with some cold weather gear, which led to this removable hand-warming innovation, which he dubbed the Papello Pocket. (laughs) This eventually evolved into team-branded hand-warmers that you see every day. And it was his idea that originally they wanted to put a clip a clip on it. And he said, no, that will bring my players down if the guy gets a hold of it. So he made the Papello pocket with Velcro. Ooh. So if you pulled it, you're, you're still going, right? Nice. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I geeked out hard <laughs> looking into Dakota Prescott's fucking jersey pockets. <laughs> Took me on a bit of a dive. But, you know, as we all know, as Dion says. You got to look good. Look good. Play good. Play good. Pay good. Pay good. Live good. Live good. You know, eat good. Die good. (laughs) (laughs) And that was United by Uni. Woo! (laughs) Oh, baby. Oh, man. I almost, uh... 
you know, I almost blacked out. It was so good. <laughs> Thanks, Pike. No, that was good. But hey, in the Giants game, yeah, the 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 all white throwbacks mm-hmm. were fucking tight. Didn't touch man. on them, but man, they're beautiful. They should have. They should run those all the time. Yeah, fully agree. Okay, did you ever hear about the color rush game? This is Gord's United by Unis. I think <laughs> I know the one you're alluding to. The, Already, which <laughs> the one where the Jets and Tampa both wore Buffalo. Oh, oh, with Tampa? It was a red team. Yeah, yes. it might have been Jets and Buffalo. Uh-huh. And they wore red and then New York and wore green. green. And people who are red-green colorblind couldn't tell the difference no. between players on the field? No, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> that, was the, that was actually the first ever color rush game in history. Oh. And they almost canceled it after the week, the first week because of the backlash. <laughs> well, they gotta, they gotta have somebody on that, man. Like... <laughs> Yeah, color like, on color, man. Yeah, no good. Go ask David in accounting if he can yeah. see this game. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Might be the best intro yes yeah oh. I, I i really i look forward to it every week the mia milk carton minute how did we even come up with the name for this one i can't quite remember uh well it started when we missing were talk- in action missing in action oh, yeah. and we were talking okay. like oh man like i haven't seen my player better go check no frills for his <laughs> yeah. picture milk carton yeah. oh man we hit it the mia milk carton minute baby yeah oh yeah and it's it's a big namer it's a big namer it's kind of this milk carton in it has a little bit more of a sour taste Ooh. to it, I think. A little bit expired? Yeah, yeah. It's, it was on the shelf for a couple days. Um, but it's Mr. AJ Green. Oh, baby. Now, AJ, like, we know you've been hurt. We know there were trade rumors. You're a little upset. But, man, like, owners, uh, you know, we're so sour. <laughs> the milk. Yeah. <laughs> That we don't even care if you get a spot on 60 Minutes fucking 20 years from now (laughs) saying you were locked in Andy Dalton's basement (laughs) and that's why you weren't playing. (laughs) You disappeared. The last time we saw you was on a milk carton and then you come back and you're on 60 Minutes 20 years later and Dalton's got you locked away. We don't care about you right now, but... Get out of here. You know, quit toying with us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a quote for this guy? I don't have a quote for oh, this guy. Oh, well, you man. know what? There's nothing more to say for him. You know, we keep it, we keep it theme-oriented around here. <laughs> It's a Tina app. Oh, it is. It's a Tina app. She's and gone all the way through, baby. Yeah. I think I think we've been doing good on the music this year. Oh. 
That's an understatement. Wow. We've been slaying the music. I, I've loved our intros and outros. Um, you know, a lot of variety in there. Yeah, right? for sure. Mixing it up. Yeah. For the boys. Yeah. Well, uh, f- let's keep the boys feeling good, feeling happy. Uh, and this is Feldy's segment. Oh, yeah. Feldy's feel good. Now, we haven't talked to Feldy. Oh, sorry, Feldy. I'll just pour myself <laughs> right in the microphone. Oh, man, we're drinking whiskey root beers tonight. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it actually's not bad it's at all. It's really good. Gord's like, I got a treat for you, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Yells from the top of the stairs. Fuck. Oh, man. We're hitting Feldy's field. Yeah. Game. Didn't so, know if we'd have one this week. Oh, yeah. This one came in late entry. Last mm. night after hockey, I found it. Uh, big win, Ferda. Mm-hmm. Six five in overtime. Yeah, big win, Ferda. Keeping it up. Um, our Feldy's field good of this week is Kazin Daniels, who just got promoted to the active roster of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for this week against the Arizona Cardinals. What's so inspiring about this is Kazin is blind in his right eye. He lost vision in his eye when he was only five years old when he ran into a pole while riding his scooter. <laughs> Around his grandmother's home. Just so upset. He called the experience traumatic, but that didn't stop Daniels. <laughs> it gets me right in the feels, Gordon. <laughs> oh. But that didn't stop Daniels from excelling as a defensive player. He entered the league as an undrafted free agent from the University of Charleston in West Virginia, where he was named second team NCAA 2 All-American in his senior season. He played 40 games on the defensive line and finished his collegiate career with 161 tackles. Not only did he have to prove he belonged in the league coming out of a Division II school, and his injury, but he also had to change positions once he got to the league from DL to linebacker. Like, this story's crazy. I feel like my story is uh, serves a huge inspiration for kids who are very impressionable, Daniel said recently. They see a superhero and they say, oh, I want to be just like that superhero. For people with disabilities and things like that, I'm just their voice for people to say, because then Daniels has one eye and he's doing great things. <laughs> And that smells feel good. Holy fuck. Oh my god. Like, did you mean to be? I can't control it. Holy fuck. You just get so emotional. Oh. You know what it might be? We're we're smoking <laughs> we're smoking bubblegum Kush, <laughs> and the descriptors on this one say hungry, relax, happy. That's probably <laughs> dickhead wasn't one of the things on the label. Okay, all right. Who's the who's the no frills no neighbor? <laughs> Let's get it over with. Holy fuck. <laughs> How did Feldy's feel good minute? I couldn't stop laughing. Now I can't find my no frills. <laughs> <laughs> now I got her here. Here we go. I got her here. 
But, I mean, like, when guys are on the milk carton, they probably were a no-frills, no-namer first. Yeah, you know oh, yeah. I mean? they, like, hand in hand. Hand in hand. Because yeah. you're walking around the grocery store, you're spotting these guys left, right, and center. Yeah. Some guys just buying, you know, a bag, regular bag of groceries, maybe a ring of sausage or something yeah. in there. Uh, Ruffled chips, a little bit of French onion be, dip. He could be the, the Seattle tight end getting two tutties for you. That was, <laughs> yeah. Because that's who it was this week. Dude. Mr. Jacob Hollister. Yeah. Not who? Jacob Abercrombie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wears lots of perfume and his room is very darkly lit. Hey, those stores. Why oh, are they yeah. always so dark in the there? The dark beach house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. The no frills, no name. Yeah, Jacob Hollister. Tight end for Seattle. <laughs> yeah. White. I have a type. Okay. <laughs> okay. But last week he goes for 37 yards and two tutties for the boys. Fuck, that's wild. And... You know, I mean, Mr. Will Disley was another guy I like, too. Yeah. But he's out. So Just like that offense, man. It's next nice. man up. Next yeah. man up. Tyler Lockett's having a breakout season. Yeah. He's been unreal. You guys, he's easily top 10. He is. We'll be man. talking about Tyler later in the Okay, call. yeah. He's killing it. Um, sick. Yeah. Well, on to Matt's dank stats. Let's get it. Last Sunday was the first time on Aaron in an Aaron Rodgers offense uh, where failed to reach 100 yards by the end of the third quarter. Crazy. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick. So this trade was a was a bit scrutinized for what Pittsburgh gave up. But listen to these numbers since he became uh, a Steeler. In six games, he has 30 tackles, four picks, one forced fumble, and a touchdown. I'd say that's a nice return. I would say that's a great return. For sure. Speaking of Russ, so far in 2019... He is uh, 200 of 293, so good for 68%. He's thrown for 2,500 yards already, 22 touchdowns, and one pick. And Seattle 7-2. And And now they get Josh Gordon. Like, whew, baby. Is he in the lineup this week? Uh, I don't know. I might toss him in. Might toss him in. We'll have to see. But is he starting for the Seahawks? He's active, yeah. He's active for sure. Actually, against Tampa, Wilson had 378 yards and five touchdowns. Like, Lockett went off. Metcalf went off for a 123. And this Monday night, NFL fans get a treat. Seahawks against the 49ers. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good one. Um, speaking of those teams, their record entering Monday night is 15-2, and which is a .882 win percentage. That's the third best combined win percentage in week 10 or later in Monday Night Football history. Really? Speaking of the Seahawks, they had priority number 28 in the waiver wire claim, and that's where they got Josh Gordon. Really? 27 teams passed him up. Huh. Crazy. Gord, sorry to do this, but in four (laughs) career games against the Giants, Blake Jarwin has five receiving touchdowns in four games. Jarwin has six receiving touchdowns in his whole career. <laughs> Giant killer. <laughs> Giant killer. Janoris Jenkins playing touch football. Yeah. Oh, baby. Tag, you're it. <laughs> yeah, man. But he was rumbling, man. And yeah. Janoris Jenkins, he ain't nearly as big as fuck. Oh, no. Jackrabbit gets squid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, okay, listen to this. Most targets this season without a touchdown before tonight's Thursday Nighter was Mike Williams at 54. Christian Kirk at 53, Devontae Adams at 47, and Adam Humphreys at 41. 
There is only one player in any position uh, who has 15-plus fantasy points in every game his team has played this season, and that's Michael Thomas of the Saints. Just Ooh. automatic. Derek Carr, we got to talk about this guy. Eight games going into tonight's game, he was first in completion percentage at 71, first in third down touchdowns at 9, first at third down passer rating at 140, sixth in overall passer rating at 105, seventh in red zone touchdowns at 10, and eighth in yards per average at 7.9. Quietly having a season. Yeah, he is having a season. Yeah, it's... It, you know, there, this was a huge year for him, make or break. Yeah, big win You got to argue, like, he's he's cashing. Jameis Winston is is flopping. Yeah. He's giving it up. You know, Mariota already did. Yeah, exactly. There have been just six tight ends who've averaged at least 55 air yards per game since the start of week five. Hunter Henry, Herald Everett, <laughs> Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and... Mike Jusecki! <laughs> Mike Jusecki! <laughs> for sure he's Italian now. Yeah. <laughs> I got a get K. If you're looking for a wide receiver, I got one for you. He's probably available in your league. Devontae Parker. Yes, that same Devontae Parker. Miami Dolphins wide receiver. Few reasons. Preston Williams just got hurt. He's only owned in 54% of, of Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. In the last uh, three games, the Dolphins have six passing touchdowns and seem like they're more together with Fitz. In six of his last eight games, he's averaged six targets and 55 yards. And in four of his last five games, he has a touchdown. Hmm. Quietly doing the job. Lamar Jackson is the youngest quarterback in the Super Bowl era to defeat a team that entered the game eight nowhere better. Through eight games this year, the Ravens are averaging 222 pass yards. 204 uh, rush yards. No team in NFL history has averaged 200 plus pass yards and 200 plus rush yards for an entire season. Hmm. And they're halfway there. So we'll Crazy. see. And those are the dank stats. Oh, man. This week. Hitting it. Yeah, buddy. Hitting it for the boys. Yeah. Man, that, uh, Derek Carr is quietly having a season. Big Good time. for him, man. Yep. Oh, for sure. I like Derek Carr. Except he always looks like he's wearing eyeliner. <laughs> Goth, baby. Yeah, he is he goth? I don't know. Maybe he's just like super into AFI. Like <laughs> hey, man, and, uh, maybe he knew My Chemical Romance to get yeah. back together. <laughs> what was that? What was the lead singer in uh, My Chemical Romance? Gerard or something like that? I don't like know. That? <laughs> I, I don't even know what My like Chemical that. Romance song. Oh, yeah, you do. Then there was that I could say. Whatever, however that one goes. Anyways, how do we get on this track? Let's, uh... What are we hitting? What what are we we hitting next? Oh, I was going to mention that I I looked... There were no milestones this week, so I'm not going to Oh, there's no Marty's milestone? No Marty's milestone this week. I'm not going to give away that. you got to earn that (laughs) spot. Okay, well, it's it's honestly, quietly, probably the time I've been looking forward to most of the pod. We're jumping into the grinder. We grinding. Oh, we grinding. We grinding. What are you going to... Do you want to start with the intro or do you want to save it for know, the man. end? I I just like to roll right into the song. Roll yeah. right into the song? All right, you got it, baby. We hitting Gord's grind, baby. You want to talk, buddy? You want to boot, buddy? 
And it's a guy, you know, everybody's had him on their team at least once. Oh, yeah. Passed around. He's been jumping. He's okay. been jumping around. He's ageless. And he's a guy you can just kind of rely on starting, you know? You know who this is <laughs> who? this week, buddy? Who? Mr. Carlos Hyde. Oh, I love that pick, man. He is the definition <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of Gord's Grinder. <laughs> yeah. And you know why I love that pick is because it's so accurate, but also he put himself on the grinder list. Mm -hmm. Did you see him fumble? Yes. Oh my yes. God. He would have been ineligible for a grinder role. I know. But he did it for the pod. He did it for the pod. <laughs> and he knew Gord needed a grinder this week. Exactly. But he did have a, a fucking almost career day. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you love to see this guy still balling at the expense of dude. Duke Johnson Jr., <laughs> former Browns legend. Yeah, got a third rounder for him. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Mr. Hyde, 19 rush attempts, 160 on the ground, but like Maddie said, did lose a fumble in another 58 yard <laughs> run. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah. fucking give it to him. Yeah, 59 um, and it was a touchdown. Yeah, he had. Uh, you know what? Fuck, I didn't look up how many points he had this week. Okay. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But It's okay. I can pull it up. Um, honestly, you know, it kind of, kind of kind of reminds me of a young me. Oh. You know? Okay. Trying to uh, trying to bust uh, into the workforce. What the fuck is going on now? You guys just... You know? Um, a lot of guys in Alberta trying to get, some, get, get a couple jobs these days. And sometimes it's hard. There's piss tests, you know, <laughs> you got to shave, stuff like that. But uh, it just, you know, reminds me of a couple young chaps trying to try to make it in Alberta, all right? So what the fuck's going on now? You guys just think that because it's fucking Saturday, you guys can out there do your fucking dope and party it up? We'll think fucking again. We got to work in the fucking morning. Sunday's fucking Monday, every day on the fucking pipeline. Don't fucking forget it. And if you guys can't fucking come to work proper, then you guys can pack your suitcases and fuck right off. Because I know what you're fucking doing the night before. You're on your fucking whippets, your one-timers, your uppers, your downers, your molly, your tar, your crack, ice, boom, pow, whatever the fuck you fucks are doing. Probably the fucking sanitary foam out of the fucking shit out. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. You know what? You guys might as well pack up your fucking shit right now. Because if I fucking give you a piss test, you're going to piss fucking dirty. You're going to have seven out of the seven things that we're fucking looking for. Fuck you guys make me fucking sick. You guys probably have a good time too hanging out that fucking Leroy Babs and his fucking gay cocaine parties. Doing rails off each other's shaft and shit. Like you guys are a bunch of fucking faggots. What is that from? Oh my god. 
<laughs> or is that just a personal voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was one I got when I was, you know, I was trying, I was trying to get on the pipeline. Eh? <laughs> Hey, you know, oh. fucking Leroy Babs. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Fuck. Hide at 18. Oh, man. 18 points for that. Oh, shit. Okay, well, let's jump into the Fearless Forecast and the Tank Cast. Oh, man. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. Do you want to talk records first, or do you want a long, slow, slow drawn-out uh, pain? Yeah. Pain? Yeah. All right. Kay. I'm fucking... I'm 3 and 9. 3 and 11. Now, yes. After, so yeah, okay. I was three and nine last. Spoiler week. alert. <laughs> I was gonna say my new record after I was done. Okay, know. okay. But sorry, Matt ruined it. That's yeah. okay. Last week, Josh Allen. <laughs> I said you go for over three hundred yards through the air, two touchdowns, sixty rush yards, and one touchdown. Mm. He went for one hundred and sixty yards through the air. One pass touchdown, 12 rush yards, but he did get a rushing TD. Oh, good for him. So, tack that one up as a loss, yes. I would say. Yeah. Because that's only one out of, not even. Yeah, no favors. It's favor- one out of four. No favors in the fearless. No. No. Last week I said Johnny Smith, tight end for the Tennessee <laughs> Titans, <laughs> would go for over 80. Wow. And get one touchdown. He had... Three receptions for 18 yards, (laughs) 1.8 points, 3 and 11. Fuck. (laughs) All right. Well, last week in the tank, I got fucked in a couple ways. At wide receiver, I said Mike Evans against the Seahawks would have a shitty day. Four catches for under 50 yards and no scores. I was so confident, I even took a bet with Gord. Well... That made the pain of this L even worse. He obliterated my prediction, further proving this beautiful head on my shoulders is just a glorified hat rack. He went off for 12 catches on 16 targets, 180 yards, and one touchdown. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? But speaking of bets, we had another bet. Yeah, we did have a bet. We did have another bet. We have another bet, which I have... We had two. We had two bets. Yeah. One for 10 bucks. Yeah. And one for 20. The other for 20. The one for $20, I have since lost. Yes, that's right. So for those that are not remembering, Gord had the Patriots staying undefeated longer than the 49ers, and I had the the other, uh, the reverse. And obviously we know how that worked out, yeah. so I got a cool 20, but then proceeded to lose 10 immediately when Mike Evans went bananas. But, you know, I I, I didn't give up the 20 easy. No, no, you didn't. And no, and Matt was he was getting a little oh, he was getting a little testy. testy. He was getting a little testy with me, you know. And uh, I don't know. He, he, I thought he was getting a little aggressive, but we'll see. It's me, knock knock. So uh, you got uh, you got my money? Huh? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll pay you soon. Yeah, well, um, here's a suggestion. Um, have the money by tomorrow, and there won't be any problems. Huh? Yeah, twenty four hours. Why? What what happens in 24 hours? Eh? I don't know. Not psychic, man. I'm just saying it would probably be better for everybody if you had the money tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll see what I can do. Sweet. Sweet. Great. Uh, how's everything else going? Good. All right. All right. See you later. Don't forget. Nah, you're not going to forget. <laughs> Stewie, 
Uh, hey. Hey there. So, uh, it's been 24 hours. Got my money? Oh, I, you know what? Just give me till next Friday. I'll have it for you. Oh. Oh, that's funny. I could have sworn I said have it today. Yeah, I don't have it. Sorry. Oh. Well, all right then. Mm, that's good, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hurt? That hurt? What the hell? Yeah, it feels so good, does it? No, huh? Yeah, that's what happens, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what happens. Where's my money? You gonna give me my money? Where's my money, man? Oh, shit. Man, he was fucking, he was pissed, man. Yeah, but you know what? A little birdie told me. Named Gord. <laughs> that you also had another bet going on this week. Oh, yeah. With Tay and Bonnie Dune. Pod I, fave. I know. I owe him a bottle of, bottle of Maker's Mark or equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> Tough week for the Tough hard hats for all the hard around. Hats, man. All around. Rails, hard hats, NSRS. They all took it. No. no R- it, NSRS tri- won. Triple yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Dummies. Yes. Yeah. Well, at running back, uh, I I took a, I'm I'm proud of this one. I predicted Sony Michelle against the Baltimore Ravens would have under 35 yards on the ground, one catch for nine yards, and no touchdowns. I nailed it. PlayStation had a mere 18 yards on four carries and one catch for 12 yards, not a touchdown to be seen. Oh, it felt good. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Woo! Needed that because now my tank record sits at a respectable but middling eight and six. Uh, it's not bad. Not bad. Better than three and eleven. Yeah, way better. Way way better. Well, do you, who you got this week? Who for, do I got this how, week? How you turning this ship around? I'm, uh, man, I got I got my my grinders. I got my blue collar guys on the rows right now, trying to <laughs> row just on one side, turn oh, yeah. this big ship around. All right. <laughs> I got your boy, Zach Pascal of the Indianapolis Colts. Woo! All right. He's playing Miami. Um, Miami's almost let up, what, six passing touchdowns a game? It's it's crazy. Crazy numbers. He's going to yeah. get, he's going to eat this week. No T.Y. Hilton. He's Miami's going, been in straight shootouts. Hey? Yeah, they have been. Yeah. They have been. Uh, he's going over 110 and one score. Mm. All right. Running back. Also your boy. Ooh. Ronald Jones the second. <laughs> he is not my boy. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm a Dari Okumbawale guy. Dari yeah, Okumbawale, <laughs> yes. But Ronald Jones the second. Um, they're playing Arizona. Hoping this kid has a day. My reser, my record. Uh, it continues to fall. So I need this. <laughs> yeah, I need this. He's going ninety on the ground, one tutty, and forty through the air. Oh, damn. All right. (laughs) And that it, there it is. What's yours? (laughs) Who do you got? Who do I got? Well, um, at quarterback, I have Matt Stafford against the Chicago Bears. It's going to be a tough one coming up for the old Georgia boy. He's in tough taking on that Bears D. They're playing at home. In fact, they've only given up four passing touchdowns at home all year. And they're the, they've allowed the six fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. He's been on fire as of late, but I think he's going to cool right down. <laughs> I'm thinking 17 passes for under 220, one touchdown, and two picks. Now, I, at tight end, Eric Ebron <laughs> against the Miami Dolphins. You know, Huncho, sometimes 
You've just got to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> go big or go home. Leave it all out there on the field. So with Sweet. that in mind, let's do something that's never been done in tank history. I'm calling a complete shutout. Really? Zero catches. Zero yards. Zero touchdowns. Woo! What it do, baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Zero. He's goose egg. He's goose egging across the board. Eric Ebron against the Dolphins. All right, all right. That's it's. Uh, you know what? With the tight end, man, it's not out of the question. Yeah, it's fearless, baby. You it's got fearless. it. You got it's it. Fearless. I've been going so fearless that I lose every week. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I could say Josh Allen, two hundred yards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. but I don't, man. I go big, <laughs> and I go home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fearless, fearless, fearless. 3 and 11. Fuck. Hmm. Oh, well. That's the way she goes. Buds and duds? Yeah, buds and duds. Buds and duds. What do you want to rip the duds first? Buds first? It's up to you, man. All right. I'll roll with whatever. Okay, let's, let's, roll the, let's roll the buds first. Okay. Can't down with that. Quarterback. Not trying to toot my own horn here. You got but, it. But grabbed Jimmy Garoppolo in the triple FL. Yeah. Started him. Yeah. Career day. Career day crushed it. Yeah. 317 pass yards, four through the air, uh, two rush, uh, two rush yards. Not a big deal there. But yeah. 32 points. Yeah. I got to give him props. Russ was out there too. On Russ mention. was out there too, but Russ could, you could give it to Russ how many times? Yeah. You know, Jimmy, the juice Garoppolo. I don't Jimmy think the juice. Oh, <laughs> The guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy the guys. <laughs> yeah, the guys. Gucci Grobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Mickey. <laughs> I don't matter. think, you know, when people were saying he's riding the defense, right? And yeah. then he comes out and fucking. Yeah, it was. I to mean, be fair, it was his biggest game of the year yeah. by a large margin. Yeah. But yeah, he looked real good slinging it. Slinging it. At the expense of Tevin Coleman. Not, yes. not bitter, but whatever. Not bitter. A little yeah. bit bitter. <laughs> Wide receiver, you touched on him earlier, Tyler Lockett. Mm, yeah. Might not be a better wide receiver quarterback duo, you know? Yeah. They're, Hard to argue that. Yeah. Yeah, like, for sure. They have the connection. It's it's in the discussion, if not leading it. And when he's getting the ball thrown to him 18 times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could argue, I guess uh, Jameis is splitting it up between Mike and uh, Chris Godwin. True. Um, but yeah, it's hard. Like, I... I can't think of one right now that would be any better. No. 18 targets, 13 receptions, 152 yards, two receiving tutties, 31.2 points. And uh, he's benefiting from Russ's MVP season. Big time. Big time. Running back, Kenyon Drake. Oh, welcome to the party, Kenyon. Arizona Cardinals. Woo! Just took it. All it took was just a get out of jail free card out of purgatory. It's true. It's true. And boy, he, he had back a day. to life. He had a day. 15 rush attempts, 110 yards, one rush tutty, four receptions, 52 yards through the air, and a two point conversion. 28.2 points. Give it to the guy. Oh, man. Christian McCaffrey had more fan, or like more fantasy points, but again, you could give it to Christian McCaffrey every week. Yeah, that's true. Um, tight end. Guy started for two weeks, slept on him, had to let him go. Noah Fant of the Denver Broncos. Give it to him, the rookie. Four targets, three receptions, 115 yards, one tutty, 21 and a half points. Um, finally get the, the showing they needed from, uh, you know, a guy they drafted so high. Yeah. Oh, man. So, that was the buds of the week. I don't mind him. You know what? Uh, a song just 
popped into my head as you were talking about Kenyon Drake. You know, like the guy just comes back seemingly from the dead, right? He does. Yeah, just makes the guy think. In essence, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> what have we become? Could you imagine going to an Evanescence concert? <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! Well, you know what, Gordon? Like when when we talk about uh, those buds, they had pretty astounding weeks, and I'm sure most of the listeners are, are seeing this right now. But I know I I know it left me breathless. Dedicated community. Oh, no. Teddy. Mimi, yeah, Teddy, get it together. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh shit, okay, let's get this back on track. At Duds, at quarterback, I put Mitch Trubisky in that spot against the Philly Eagles. We alluded to it earlier, the second overall pick in the 2000 NFL draft, 2017 NFL draft. Uh, had a game to forget on Sunday. He had 10 completions. 10 on 21 attempts. Like get 10. 125 yards. <laughs> no touchdowns. Paltry 6.5 points. And uh, what he's kind of looking like a flop when you consider Mahomes and Watson went went uh, went after him at ten and twelve respectively. Yeah, it's crazy. A wide receiver, Juju Smith Schuster against the Indianapolis Colts, targeted five times, made three catches. One of his targets hit him directly in the hands, and he tipped it up in the air and got intercepted. He had sixteen yards total. Let down fantasy owners across the land with only one point six points. Not what you expect from a guy that you took in the first or second round. Late first, mid-second. Who knows? At running back, Aaron Jones against the Los Angeles Chargers. Eight rush attempts. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Not using them. Eight. 30 yards. 2.9 fantasy points. What a letdown. They were... He was getting... That whole... Uh, Green Bay offense was fucking getting mauled. Oh yeah, week. those uh, yeah, we talked about it. The two the defensive ends, Melvin yeah. Ingram coming back and with Joey, Joey Bosa, Bosa, man, it wreaked havoc. They yeah. didn't know what to do. A tight end, Greg Olson against the Tennessee Titans. The KG vet had a brutal outing against the mighty mighty Titans with three catches on six targets for forty yards. That's good for two things: four points for fantasy owners. And it's guaranteed to make sadness happen in the hearts of owners who started him. I am sure Greg doesn't mind, though. He knows he can bounce back, and apparently he's packing a huge rope between his legs, as he described in a rap while attending the U, the Miami University. It was Greg with his third leg. What's your name? G-Reg. What you do? Get how you drop my drawers and let us see my third leg? Sounded like a good idea at the time. It sounded like harmless fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Spittin' rhymes. Yeah. The 7th Floor Crew is what they call themselves. 
Nice. And they got in a lot of trouble because of the lyrics they were saying. Really? So vulgar and mean. (laughs) Yeah, they got in a lot of shit for it. (laughs) (laughs) Greg with the third leg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Okay, you want to, let's, we're, we're clipping. Oh, yeah, we are clipping. Do you want to hit N40L or do you want the triple F? Um, it doesn't matter. You jump, you grab whatever one. Okay, I'll take it right now. Um, we're going to go to the, the, uh, the originator of the podcast, the reason why we started it. We're jumping into the 40. Um, <clears throat> last week, quite a week in the league, a lot of shifting around. Let's just recap quickly. Uh, the white tight ends win took down the Rundle Hardhats oh. 98 to 96. Uh, Nigel, big win, pushes himself into a playoff spot while Gord slips just outside at eighth place. The Strathcona Coronas put up a stinker, didn't even hit 60 points. 57 points got demolished by the East Lake Scoundrels, who, ha- who put up 109. They moved to fifth place. The Coronas drop out of the A pool. Suddenly, the Axe Head division don't look so mighty. No. The Sweatpant Boners flopped it. Oh, they flopped it out. 149 points. To the careless whispers, or the careless whimpers, we don't know. Whatever. 149 to 121. John stays in 12th. Stu moves to 5th. The Cowtown Killers move to 9th. 108 with, uh, against the Limited Butt Pirates, 101. Valley View Vices continued the stranglehold, or took over the first place spot with a big win over the Cat Dudes, 114 to 108. Cat Dudes slipped to 2nd and broke their 5-game win streak. The Beverly Blazers came out with a big win over the downtown Degenerates. The Degenerates stay in 11th place at 76 points that week, and my team put up a nice 130 for me. Looking at the overall standings, there's a few things to make note. We have one team, John, the Careless Wimpers, at 1-8. They are currently on a six-game losing streak. (laughs) Uh, looking at the team, Cat Dude drops to six and three. Valley View is six and three. Boners are six and three. A lot of teams at five and four, and then a couple others, uh, four and five, three and six, kind of stuff. Uh, before we move along to the triple F, it should be noted: Moves Tracker this season, two thousand nineteen, <laughs> in first place. You guessed it. <laughs> I guessed it. We expected it. Gord, <laughs> twenty-five moves. In second, a three-way tie between Kellen, Johnny, and Chris at 19. And Feldman sits in third place with a respectable 16. Oh, baby, what a time to be alive. 25? Really? 25. That's it, baby. That's lots. I didn't think it was that high. Well. (laughs) It is. It's what your gut tells you, buddy. Let it guide the way. Like we said, we were talking about tight ends. I've never had the same tight end for more than two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the whole year, yeah. so that's enough moves right there. <laughs> oh man! Well, in the Triple FL, couple big weeks for the kids. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Kenny Banyas beat the Grosvenor Gluttons one fifteen to eighty three. Uh, the Banyas are sitting in fifth. Gluttons at eleven. Dribble Bros, who I've just been setting their lineup for, <laughs> lost to the Meat Beaters one hundred five to ninety seven. Not bad though from the Dribble Bros, I must say. They sit uh, in twelfth. Meat Beaters in eighth. Dribble Bros, like actually, come on guys, what are you doing? Step it up. There's integrity in this league. We need to keep it maintained. Yeah, it's true. Oh, oh, what did you say, girl? 
How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, Gretz. <laughs> Man, we just both forgot Gretz. I know, I know. Had to get her in. Oh, we got lots, though. We She's got lots. always got time for the pod. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Nine Rivers and Counting beat the Old Town Tokes. Yeah. Tough Old Town Tokes are toiling a little bit. Yeah, four and five, <laughs> yeah. No direction. Somebody's got to take the bull by the horns on that yeah, team. Come yeah. on, guys. Um, I was leading going into the Monday Nighter, and then Amari and the Dallas defense just went crazy and crushed me. Yeah, yeah, that's a one. loss. That's a loss. 100-79. to 79. Downtown and Z-Boys uh, took down the Trouser Snakes, 115-94. to 94. Um, Oh, sorry, Maddie sits in 10th. And oh, sorry, I forgot that. Damn, damn, that's (laughs) embarrassing. Uh, And John uh, sits in seventh. Downtown Z Boys are in sixth with the win over the Trouser Snakes. Trouser Snakes stay in fourth. Uh, Summerside Swans beat Johnny Schmiller's team, one sixteen to seventy two. The Swans are in ninth, and the JCT is in first. <laughs> I beat Kess, uh, the River Snakes, for his fourth and 20. Dummy dum, 160 points last week. Fucking killed it. Uh, and Kess, he had 95. I'm in second. Kess is in third. Yeah. Kess has so, had a steadily good year this oh year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta give it to him. Um, other than that, no real changes. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Schmiller's team just grabbed Devontae Parker, 9.41 p.m., <laughs> okay. Well, don't let's let's just recap. There weren't any streaks going on in the Triple F, but we can always check the moves tracker in the Triple F. <laughs> well, it's nice to see that if anything comes from this whole mentor mentee thing, is that Robbie is learning from his mentor because he has first place in the Triple F with thirty transactions. <laughs> Young grasshopper. <laughs> man. 30. 30. Dismantled your Ferrari. Sold it for parts, buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> he did sell it for parts. But don't worry. In second place, we got Jarrett, 28, which is quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And no list would be complete <laughs> without <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Hancho, 24 oh, in the triple man. F. <laughs> Fuck. Guy knows what he likes. 25 and 24. Consistent. Yeah. Consistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Consistent. Oh, shit. Well, you got to adapt, man. Yeah. That's right. You know, if you're doing that many moves and you're winning. Yeah. Is it, well, is it a negative thing? Who's uh, who's winning? Well, I'm in second. <laughs> I'm in second in the In, in the, the triple F. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Is so. that the one that you're just loaded every running back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stacked. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I got a few fishing poles in the water in the triple F, you know, maybe yeah. making some moves. Deadline's Trying. coming up. Deadline is coming up. Yep. I uh, play you this week in the... in the Yeah, rivalry week. Mm-hmm. I wonder if other teams... That'd be a good question to put out there. For guys that are listening that aren't in any of uh, the leagues that Gordo or I are in, probably not any, but if there are, uh, like, do you guys do rivalry week in week 10? Because uh, the 40 does it and the uh, the triple F does it. How do you tell if it's rivalry week? It's just always week 10, I think. Because I think But doesn't it usually say it somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the main page, the league page. You gotta go to the league. Oh, maybe not. On the, on the online one, it doesn't. Anywho. Hmm. 
Moving along, uh, we got a couple more things to do, and then uh, we will be out of your hair. We had a cool 124 already. Wow. Here we go. Uh, our, what is this? Our eighth letter of uh, Andrew's Punishment comes in. Yeah. And we're getting into the home stretch here. So this one is uh, the letter they wrote to our fearless commissioner, the cat dude himself, uh, Commissioner Good Kell. And uh, after this, it's Stu. And then Gordo and I, and then we're, yeah, we're then wrapped up. Done. Thank God. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to agree. Here we go. Dear Kellen, hi, it's me, Andrew. We've been friends for years. I've been drunk for hours. I'm almost done 40 ounce number two, and you are letter number 700, or physically counts other letters written number eight. But honestly, there's no way of knowing at this point. Does it even matter? I'm contractually obligated to compliment your team, so here we go. But first, a joke. I feel like you shell boys are somehow responsible for David Koch's death. Blink twice if that's the case. Anyways. Football! Your team? The California fuckfaces. No? Okay, I'll look, I'll look Walker, Texas Ranger. Cat guy. Way better name. Sarcasm. Oceans of relief wash over me gently. The microbes, humidity, and histamines wash over in a relieving wave of clarity. I slowly learn that you were my greatest threat week to week, regardless of my matchup as the sarcasm dies. That's the only explanation for the abysmal performance of my whoever's versus the almighty cat guy. Editorial note, I'm severely allergic to cats. I had a severe attack one night when we were drinking 40s and skating in Kellen's garage. At one point, I decided not to return into the house. I'm guessing that's where this tirade came from. I always start with quarterback. It's at the top. And yep, I can see how Philip Rivers would outscore Cam Newton more consistently on a week-to-week basis. But let's look deeper, shall we? I think Edelman has blown us all away with his longevity and ability to be where Tom Brady wants to throw the ball. Excellent wide receiver choice. You also had several other wide receivers whose names I recognize. Matt will have feelings about OBJ being on your team last year, but last year's last year, am I right? Can we all agree to let him snatch Browns high until they inevitably Browns this? Oh, shit, that was mean. (laughs) Or will this be the year they finally claim their destiny? Nope. I'm so confused. I I better do some Googling. I think Dak Prescott, as a backup quarterback, is such a nice thing to have in your back pocket. Great to have that option. I don't remember if I used my self-assigned catchphrase, as per the rules, yet, but assuming I haven't, both your quarterbacks are great and probably better than mine. I haven't mentioned tight ends yet, so I will give you props for Jared Cook here. I do not know if he was a good choice for you. Uh, I only know tight ends were a bottomless pit of pain and suffering for me, and I am glad at least one of us could have success. You did, didn't you? Editorial note, writing, getting really eligible from here on out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm drunk. I hope you are well, and I miss you, Kellen. Congratulations on Daughter Town? Question mark? Say hi to Burr. Keep on rocking me, baby, from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Washington. Love you. Many loves. Andrew, the Strathcona Corona. All right. Yeah. <sighs> Letter. So what? Three left? Three left. Whew. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can Lord. see the light. I haven't read mine yet. I haven't read mine either. We got to read them on air. Yeah, well, we won't. We won't read them before. No. Yeah, no need. No need. Are we hitting story time? Yeah. Well, you allu- you alluded to this last week, so we we, <coughs> ha- we got to touch on it. And it's it's you know it's it's from Andy too, because um, he was there. <laughs> but uh, I'm just uh, lining this up here. 
Yeah, line it up. Ted can say hello. Um, but yeah, Andy and I, I'm in uh, Vancouver one time for training for school. And Andy and I meet up on a Sunday. Watch the Oilers game at the Black Frog, I believe. Oh, yeah. The Edmonton bar yeah. there. Yeah, that's I believe right. they were playing the Canucks. And uh, his buddy Mookie is there. Andy and I get, in, get into it a little bit. <laughs> get pretty drunk. As one does. And we go to this other bar, this karaoke bar that I think he might work at now, called the American. And on the sign outside, on the door outside the American, it says, don't be a dick. <laughs> so like, you know, come on. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm a dick <laughs> all the time. <laughs> anyway, so it's karaoke night. I sing Beast of Burden. Of Obviously. course. Yeah. There's like maybe five or six people in the fucking place, right? Right. Sing Beast of Burden, absolutely fucking kill it. About the falsettos. Absolutely. Yeah. So then when I'm singing, they're like throwing little pieces of bread at me. Okay? At another table. No, at me singing. Another table though, like a bunch of idiots? No, like just people. Like, okay. I don't know. I, the lights Is were bright. A- the lights were bright, man. <laughs> I couldn't see out, okay? It's a tradition. Yeah. All so, wheat. <laughs> and so they're throwing bread at me, like, whatever. I don't really care. Like, I thought it was kind of funny. But then after I sing, this big, bigger girl gets up there. And and she's, she's fucking, she's laying it out all out. Belton. And they start throwing bread at her. Mm. Right? And, uh, drunk gourd might took a little bit of an exception right and i was like fuck man i was like what the fuck are you doing throwing bread at that girl man i was like that girl's fucking throwing it out there man she's yeah. fucking getting down i was like you're throwing bread he's like no man it's like a good thing here i was like it's not a fucking good thing and we, had, <laughs> and we might have just both got into it a little bit and andy's buddy mookie who's like this huge dude is like fucking right behind me. He's like, yeah, man, we'll fuck those guys up. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, yeah, and I think, I don't know if Andy talked us out of it. Yeah, or probably. What, or what happened, but uh, it was it was pretty funny. I was ready to throw down. And, and voice of reason. Right after I fucking slayed Beast of Burden like that, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, have a little, you know? How dare you? I know. God. I know. It's true. But You it was only a- pick out the falsettos. Beast of Burden, what's your other go-to one? Um, these eyes. These eyes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, that was good. We kept it tight. Hour 30. Yeah, I love it. Give uh-huh. us some feedback if you love it, too. Yeah. Okay, boys. Well, anyway, I guess we'll see you. Oh, hold the phone. Oh, wait. Our uh, feline correspondent, all the way in Houston, has finally uh, gotten back to us about his uh, his thoughts on the kitty gate. <laughs> the, the touchdown kitty. Oh, yeah. TD kitty, he so, has. So we asked Kellen what he thought uh, in terms of the reports. Well, late breaking news. <laughs> you want to read his response? You got it. You, you got it. No, okay, you got it, Gordon. Okay, okay. okay. Kellen, Kellen C. Houston. That's what he is in my phone. <laughs> he says, sorry, fellas. I'm on course in San Diego. Long day of travel and work. 
Nobody cares about you. Okay, we need <laughs> answers. All right. Yeah, you had one job, man. Yeah, stop stop worrying job, about your real job. job. <laughs> cat dude has let black cat down, and that's just not acceptable. If this story is true and MetLife is in fact feeding three hundred cats, it would mean I'd have to consider them in contention to become one of Cat Dude's teams. <laughs> <laughs> Cheering for the Jets is not ideal, but that kind of cat care could not be overlooked. <laughs> also, have you guys seen the fake 30 for 30 regarding Black Cat? It's so stupid and I love it. <laughs> oh, oh baby. Live news, breaking news. No better way to end it. No, man. All right. Well, boys, we'll see you, uh, see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.